So we have our icebreaker question, and I didn't answer. I didn't ask this last episode. After after we finished the episode, I didn't realize I didn't answer it. So (laughs) (laughs) this is what you're hearing right now is a mess up for me. So round two. Yes, round two. I hope interview over again. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) So if you could enter a racehorse in the Kentucky Derby, what would your name for the horse be? Wow, what a question. <laughs> so random. <laughs> I love these questions because it's like, what? <laughs> um, I don't know why Elon Musk is like coming to mind right now. <laughs> you would name your horse I, Elon Musk. He's just going to do something crazy. He's going to do something crazy. He may or may not be bulletproof. <laughs> he may or may not look like he just hopped out of Halo. Oh my God. I don't know why that's coming to mind right now. You would name your horse <laughs> Elon Musk. Yep. You know what? That's my answer. I'm sticking to it. I respect that. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Elon Musk is a Christian's horse. <laughs> I think I would want to name my horse. Oh my gosh. Because it's just how I'm a very random person and I like making things that are ironic. But I would definitely name mine probably Sloth. because this is like obviously what a sloth is this is like why would you would do people would put money on that though because they they would get it they'd be like that's ironic it's like wait a minute why sloth number nine okay nobody wants me to put my money on this so Mm. here i go and sloth is a beast That's a good question. I just say this, just, just chat pack is what they're called. Oh it's my so gosh, that was good. Random. It's so random. I'm, yes. I'm. That's a thought I've never had. You know. Exactly. <laughs> it makes you think. It's like what? So Elon Musk and sloth. Yep. Yes. Okay. And on to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Christine, Christine, <laughs> how are you? This is episode ten. I'm doing the great. Daylight Show. Yes, I'm so excited doing... to be here. I know this is uh this is a uh, long overdue. I think I mentioned this to you probably forever ago. We went green bean actually. I think I mentioned having you on this podcast. Like when we met up, you told me about your podcast. Yeah, that you have just started a couple weeks ago, like a month or two ago. Yeah, we started it um, maybe one or two months ago. Yes, yes. Sweat City is a great podcast, and of course, uh, me being not good at working out is. <laughs> 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 it's been great, but yes, um, I see. I mean, would you say you're a fitness, you're a fitness coach? I mean, as far as like, cause you taught me a lot of things, and you know a lot of you know about you know you talking about macros and working out and all that. So that's kind of what you're about is health and wellness. Yeah. And this is the first health and wellness episode. Oh man, like I said, I'm just so excited to be here and be like the first one for health and wellness. I mean, yes. I'm definitely not an expert by any means. If anything, I'd say I'm a generalist. Yes. Um, but I just love fitness. I love health. I love wellness, and I love our community here. Yes. And so that was the whole vision with like the podcast, and um, you know, me wanting to to help and support other people in their their fitness journey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we're gonna talk about your fitness journey today to get cool. an overview of you. What you've done, because I remember when you started, and we were we we're colleagues. Yeah. yeah, we went to school together, UNCG, Go Spartans. That's why I met you actually. Uh, I think I met you for the first time in person. Was it in your dorm? I don't know. You live with Jess. Yes. And Taylor at UNCG. That's why I first met you many years ago. 
Um, yeah, it's been great ever since. And I remember you started with CrossFit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kind of tell us, so give us your journey on fitness and why you got into it, what's kept you in it. So just start with, with that. Absolutely. So I started doing CrossFit six years ago. Um, about six years ago now and I always have this joke that I started in order to impress a boy my now husband oh no really (laughs) because I met him we were both working at Green Valley Grill at Quaintance Weaver and uh, he I I remember him mentioning to me that like he did cross it and I had just been running you know dipping my toes in this uh, fitness community and uh, um I saw videos of people doing it. He mentioned he did it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just try it and see how that works and <laughs> um, and try to impress him. Um, so that's my like silly answer for why I got into it. And then that's the amazing. other layer to it is I just really wanted to try something that would be really hard. I mean, yeah. um, like I mentioned, I was running and I didn't really have a goal with running. It was just like, let me just go out on the treadmill at UNCG and run for like three miles or let me go out in the neighborhood and run for, you know, however long. Yeah. Um, and I just was looking for something else and I'd heard good things about it because it's so, um, has such a strong community aspect to it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I liked the message that they were portraying was empowering women to be strong, um, to, you know, kind of ditch this idea of body image and needing to be thin and, uh, prioritizing strength and wellness over a specific look. And so, um, that was kind of those are kind of the layered reasons why I got started, and I'd done that for four years. So, and now I kind of dabble still in right, that so too. Right, so you still do you do a lot of different things right now. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit great. of a gym gypsy. <laughs> yes, you are. We'll get into that for sure. But I have to admit, and I'll admit this because uh, it's funny. But I remember when you first joined, and it was that's I, I hate calling things trendy, but mm-hmm. it was a time where it was kind of trendy yeah you know and i was talking with like eric hall and like all the homies i was just like <laughs> she'll do that for like two weeks and whatever and here we are years later and i'm bragging and then i was like she's still doing it oh That's my god freaking crazy <laughs> yeah so i've you to see you now i'm just like i ate my words on that way which is freaking <laughs> awesome that's why cool. you did it for a boy and then you ended up loving it loving the challenge the body image thing and all that so Kind of tell us your journey through that. Obviously, you got to the point where you wanted to teach a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that was probably forever after. So what kind of, were you still, you still running and stuff too? When you're doing CrossFit stuff? I, I was a little bit, but not quite as much. Um, it's interesting because I did CrossFit for maybe two and a half years, signed up for this half marathon, the Disney Princess half marathon. <laughs> and uh, um, because my cousin wanted to do it, I'm not like, I don't really like it's not like I like love Disney or anything. I mean, you can't I think really it's, bash Disney. I mean, I'm not bashing it. I just like I'm not oh obsessed God. with it. Like some people are. Like I think they make great <laughs> stuff. Like they're cool, but <laughs> I'm not someone who's like gotta get Disney everything. All right, that's fine. Um, that's fine. Not hating anybody out there who is <laughs> that way. I just chose to do it because it was something fun that my cousin wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I honestly didn't train for that at all, which I don't necessarily recommend. I just been doing CrossFit. Ended up running the half marathon, felt fine afterwards. No way. Um, so I I wasn't really running other than what the workout, whatever the workouts were. Yeah, yeah. 13, that's 13.2 miles, right? Yeah, 13.1. Okay, 13.1 miles. That's absolutely insane. You didn't train and you just felt fine. <laughs> Do you think that was the benefit of you doing a CrossFit? I think so, yeah. I think it was uh, um, the programming to the gym, that, from the gym that I was at. Mm-hmm. I can't say that every you know, CrossFit gym is the same regarding that. And there's different programs they might have. Maybe it would have been a, if I had d- done a strength program, I might not have felt as strong to do that. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
one thing that they were working on was endurance. Yeah. And so I think that that takes, you know, that definitely trained me for that too. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Cause I've seen the workouts of you doing like the, um, or is he lifting and then the jumping and then like some cardio, but it's mostly, it's mostly strength and um, endurance. Yeah. I would yeah. say it's like a mix of some. So if you're doing, a, if, for example, like in CrossFit, if you're doing a workout that was strength focused, maybe it's a shorter, they call it like Metcon, metabolic conditioning, shorter workout, maybe nine minutes. Mm -hmm. um, just breathing really hard, uh, more like anaerobic training. Mm -hmm. um, and then prior to that, you would do some kind of uh, low rep scheme, high weight. Yeah. And yeah. that would that might be going on over like a 12 week window. Yeah. And yeah. then if yeah. it's focused on endurance, it might focus on 12 weeks of doing workouts that are longer, 30 minutes. You're cycling maybe a barbell that's at a lower weight for higher reps. So you're running in there, you're doing some box jumps, mm -hmm. um, kettlebell swings, a whole mixture of things. Right, right. Yeah. So, and obviously I've heard people kind of bash CrossFit and saying mm -hmm. it's unhealthy. So what is your view, what are your views on that? Yeah, that's such a great question. And I think that, um, that comes from it. I think anything that you could do in fitness is, could be viewed as unhealthy. Yeah, okay, I thought about that too, um, yeah. Any, it's, so for CrossFit specifically, I think that the unhealthy aspect of it comes from one, poor coaching, mm -hmm. um, two, pushing too hard and doing things with really poor form um, frequently with too heavy weight. Mm -hmm. So, um, and I think that those two things together make CrossFit have like a bad rap. Yeah. Um, and I will say that like whenever I started, that was definitely like the mentality that I had that a lot of the CrossFit gyms that, um, you know, made, the first CrossFit gym I was part of, I think had was, mm -hmm. you know, just go hard, go heavy all the time. And yeah. you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you have to periodize your uh, effort that you're giving and mm -hmm. there's seasons of that. So yeah. I think that's where it gets the bad rap from, but it's interesting because runners uh, um, and sports, actually, like football, yeah. have a worse um, injury rate than like CrossFit does. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. At so all. if you compare the different sports, uh, it's not. It's actually on a different like. It's it's better better with like, quotations than with regarding injury rates than some other sports might be. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't even think about football being like, and it makes perfect sense. So probably yeah. what they put their bodies through to, you know, play games all the time. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I'm curious, and obviously you mentioned it being a challenge and initially you went in there for a boy, <laughs> but cause you can't, you didn't come from any like fitness background before that. Right. No. So I wasn't like an athlete or anything right. growing up. Don't know sports. Not Nothing. really. I I swam okay. every summer for um, like a summer team, mm -hmm. and then I did year long swimming for four years okay. from middle school into high school. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was in the marching band and I was a flag girl, <laughs> <laughs> so we can color guard. We can count that. <laughs> we definitely count that. That's amazing. That's wild. So I mean, like from no experience, obviously the discipline. How do you maintain and how do you just build the courage is to keep going through it you know from not having any experience yeah um <clears throat> so this is something that i realized recently from reading the four tendencies by gretchen rubin and you mentioned that first episode yeah, yeah that it, that was a great book yeah, um yeah. i think anything that's going to help you understand yourself uh, is uh, is great it just is more tools for you okay and okay. Uh, um with that you know i've always kind of known this about myself but it wasn't until I read that book that I was able to put words to it, but mm -hmm. I, one, like a, I'm driven by goals mm -hmm. and then I'm also driven by, um, external motivators. So yeah. Yeah. someone's counting on me to be there. I'm going to 
I'm gonna like be there. Yeah. Um, especially if it's like a, a workout, they've told me that they're gonna be there. It's like in the morning or something. Yeah. Um, then I'm gonna show up, or else I'll feel terrible, and yeah. I want to yeah. mitigate those terrible feelings. So I make the choice to just keep going. And then, um, so that's kind of what got me started. And then what kept me going was uh, the feeling that I felt afterwards. It was just after a okay. workout, I just felt like so clear. I felt so uh, like happy yeah. and full of joy. Yeah. And like, even though it was awful and felt like I could die sometimes, uh, That's um, what I'm like thinking, so like, out of breath. <laughs> that, that you're just sitting there hurting like, do I really want to keep doing this? <laughs> But then you, uh, you know, you, you like, uh, that builds up resiliency and you realize that it's actually like benefiting you in so many more ways than just your physicality. It's like build, it's building up resiliency in your mind. It's building up like, um, I, for me, it was like definitely mental. That was a lot of what it was grit. Um, I feel like that's what all working out is. Yeah. It's all, it's all mental. Yeah. That's so nuts. And obviously it's on where, so I'm curious about. How were your eating habits? Like, were you, was that, were you, were you, would that really change a lot when you got into it or how, how was that? Um, so before I started getting into that, I had, um, before I started getting into CrossFit like six years ago, I had, uh, sort of been like eating healthy from what I knew, you know, tracking in my fitness pal for the first time, yeah. going by what their calories gave me were, I was probably eating like between 1200 and 1600 calories closer to 1600 most days sometimes mm-hmm. i would under eat because that was what i thought would that was what i thought i should do i had to do yeah um and so since getting into crossfit i had to i it was so uh, honestly i like kind of developed like a disordered eating yeah because yeah. I, I um you know, didn't really understand uh, how food could fuel me. Yeah. And uh, I, uh, um, <clears throat> in CrossFit, they have this big thing with like paleo, yes. you know, clean eating, which, yes. you know, I, I like. Uh, um, I just think that I took it to the extreme and felt guilty if I ate certain foods sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so I would stay away from it. Like I wouldn't eat, I, I really only ate like protein and vegetables mm-hmm. for a period of time. And then I would like binge on a pint of Ben and Jerry's because I'd done seven <laughs> workouts in a week and so I'm so like, hungry. Yes, I want this awesome sweet treat. <laughs> and then you used to feel guilty about it. Yeah, and yeah. then I would feel guilty about it. And um, and so it's taken a lot to, to manage that relationship with food and, mm-hmm. and men it um because like i mentioned food is fuel and uh, there's like that idea that there's not good food or that there's like clean and um not clean food like you know i don't love it because it if you just view it as like food is fuel like uh, what am i eating to help me reach my goals yeah yeah um then that can help you with your relationship to to food absolutely and i answered that because obviously you doing these workouts and being super into it the food is definitely a big player into yeah. making sure you're energized and you're fueled up to you know to do go harder and harder you know every every workout so that's what kind of lead way into that yeah like, we had to sit down about you know macros and stuff and yeah. we'll do a macro episode it's, it's, <laughs> we can go deep into that at a different time but totally. it was great because you open my eyes a lot about how certain foods work you know portion controls and you actually said that you know, i can eat some things that are quote unquote very bad for you every now and then it's yeah. fine but that guilty thing is so so real <laughs> yes it absolutely is yeah, yeah it absolutely is and then this idea that you have to you know 
work off anything that you eat exactly. or like shred it after the or like get you know yeah um yeah. Yeah. work off the turkey and the all the oh, sweet yeah. food from thanksgiving i mean what an appropriate time to have this episode <laughs> a- a- absolutely i should have had that macro episode <laughs> this episode but we'll come back to it christmas is coming up anyway so maybe yeah we can yeah, yeah then. definitely but yes okay back to your fitness track so yes you were in the CrossFit, you loved it, cool, cool. And then yes. obviously you got to the point where you wanted to teach a little bit and coach a little bit. So yeah. how did that work? How were you able to do that? So I was able to do that through um, the generosity of my coach or my gym that I was that I was a member of. They mm-hmm. actually um, gave me the opportunity to coach for them, gave me um, an opportunity to go down to Charlotte to get my CrossFit Level 1 certification. And uh, my experience there... Um, was great like learning all about the crossfit mythology and then mm-hmm. really like just functional movement in general how that works and then um started coaching a coach for about three years into crossfit and somewhere in that time frame i also got really interested in olympic weightlifting mm-hmm. love it love it love it mm-hmm. still love it i almost like whenever i was training for it i got to the point where i would like fall asleep for a nap and my elbows would shoot up <laughs> like i was getting into a clean <laughs> um and then I got my Olympic weightlifting level one certification too. Sick. Yep. Wow. So I was oh uh, coaching the barbell club for a period of time with my really good buddy. And uh, um, we just had a great time. I love seeing people reach their goals and do things that they never thought they could do before. Yeah. That's like such a good feeling. That's wild. So for the certification in the barbell thing, mm-hmm. like, and I guess, do you have to be certified to do CrossFit as well? You should be, yeah. You should be, but you, I guess you don't have to be. But. Well, the, the interesting thing is the CrossFit gym owners have to have their level one. They have to have it. Yes. Okay. There's, and it, like for context, there's four different, three or four different levels with CrossFit. Oh, wow. And so it's interesting that you only have to have your level one. To own a gym. To own a gym. Okay. Which that I think is also a problem. You know, I, and I, my opinion is you should have a, someone who knows what they're talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you should have more certifications than that and like more knowledge. So uh, um, to open up a gym like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, that being said, I, um, what was your question? Like, so with the certification, like how, well, I was asking, I was going to ask how the certification worked for the model thing, but I know, I didn't know you yes. had to have one to do CrossFit as well. You do. So okay. you have to have your level one. You should have your level one to do so CrossFit. What is, and then what is level one? The level one looks like a, um, a, two-day training where uh, you go over five functional movements, a a deadlift, a a squat, a a press, and then a a medicine ball clean. Mm -hmm. Um, And there might be one more too. I can't remember. It was like five years ago. Yeah. But, or four. But, um, and then uh, you would go through how you would program for a workout and uh, how those movements should look. You judge other people and like give them feedback on their movements um while you're being coached by other coaches who have their like level three yeah yeah so that's what that looks like wow so only two days it's only two days that's crazy (laughs) i mean that's kind of cool but like it's like super like quick yeah it's it um honestly it was pretty easy because i had been doing crossfit for like three years and i'm just a curious person so i like to ask questions so i would always ask the instructors questions um and want to learn more and then i also was interested in learning more so i just took the time to look on youtube and stuff for you know more information exactly and so by the time i got to the level one i was like this it's it wasn't anything necessarily new yeah um 
but it was it was a still a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned a barbell one as well. Yes. So how was that? How was that process? That was really great. Um, it's a so the USA weightlifting. Um, it's a, the Olympic weightlifting is the clean, uh, clean and jerk, and then snatch. The clean yeah. is you know bring it to your shoulders, pressing it up. Snatch is bringing the barbell from the ground all the way overhead, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, it's so beautiful. Like uh, the Olympic beautiful. weightlifting is like a dance. It's like you have to have finesse, yeah. power, strength. Like it's so cool. It looks so. It looks easy though, but I know it's not. Yeah, you yeah. see people. If you see people doing it well, you're like, man, that was like butter. Yes, <laughs> and then I'm like, because I've tried. You know, Riley. Yeah. Yeah, I've watched him do it, and I need to get it with him to learn more. Get with yes. somebody. I just know it's not gonna be as easy as I think it is. Yes, absolutely. And it's like uh, there's so many different parts to it. And so that was an interesting one, too, um, and that I really learned a lot from. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And how your body, you know, it was a lot more of biomechanics with yes. that. Yeah. 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 I was going to ask you how was it different from what you were doing in CrossFit. And I guess the answer to that. Yeah. That's wild. So obviously you did that. Certification is awesome. Mm-hmm. Teaching people. So. D- and obviously you enjoy teaching people because yeah. it's like reaching their goals and then seeing them, you know, endure. But obviously there's probably some hard parts of teaching. Yeah. So what, what were some of them that you kind of encountered as you uh, went through that? If a member doesn't listen to me yeah. and I know that like uh, they're, it's like the ego gets in the way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm just trying to make sure that they're doing something safe. Mm-hmm. There honestly hasn't been a lot of times that have been really difficult in the moment of like teaching other than that ego aspect like where people just are refusing to like acknowledge me or listen to me um when i just have their best interests at heart and i i want them to succeed Mm -hmm. so maybe take some weight off of the bar that way you don't get injured and you can move well so that was that's that's the toughest part but everything else like i i honestly like loved yeah, absolutely. And I, you seem like you'll be a very good teacher. You're very patient. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. And I just, I don't know, I just, uh, this working out period is just so crazy. I watch videos of it all the time because I'm just curious and you and Tristan and like Riley and other people. And it's mm-hmm. like, how the heck are they doing this? How do I get started? So that's cool. And obviously you weren't at Lulu at this point. I started working at Lululemon uh, three years before, at some point, like somewhere halfway in between me doing CrossFit, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I um, started working there. <laughs> was it the health and wellness part that they kind of stood for that kind of got you into doing that? Yeah, so I um, I graduated from college, and I became a seasonal educator there, and that was really just a, because I knew that they... Um, so one, I knew that they were stood for like the wellness and health aspect of it. They were just kind of like different yeah, and, yeah. uh, you know, they just had a different kind of mentality around uh, retail mm-hmm. that, uh, because honestly, I didn't think I would love working for retail so much, but, um, because they, they really do care about like the community, about like their employees and uh, also about like, of course, selling like the clothes that we have, um, I became interested because of the, I think the group that I was around and because yeah. I knew that that's what they yeah. were kind of all about. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know that it's not, I'm not trying to sponsor obviously by doing yeah. this, but like, I know that they stand for it. And I think that's a wonderful company that you are um, representing. So that's really badass. So obviously they like that you're doing these working outs and all these things outside of the company. Yeah. So, and that's great. And I'm curious, what did you study in school? I studied human development and family studies. Okay. Okay. I guess it's not really tied in, but like, no. Kind of. <laughs> do you think, would you 
I guess because when you started school, you, you weren't into doing this as much. Would yeah. you, why didn't you kind of change your direction there while you were still in school? Yeah, that's a good question. I um, So I became interested in this whole like health, wellness, fitness thing about three years into my major. And uh, I graduated, uh, you know, I decided that I would just graduate and uh, finish this degree um, because I invested so much time already in it. And uh, I thought that I could, I, you know, I kind of weighed the pros and cons. Like, do I want to keep going to school and keep paying for this uh, and start all over? Mm-hmm. Or do I want to graduate and then potentially go back to school? Oh, yeah. And go get like a master's degree in something. Um, mm-hmm. You know, whether it be like nutrition or whether it be kinesiology. And my original idea with the going to school for human development family studies was to get into counseling. And uh, now yeah. there's new this is new market for sports psychology that I think Ooh, could be really interesting. You will be so good. At that. <laughs> yes. Oh, and so that's some that's something that may interest you soon. Yes, that's on Possibly. the radar. That's on my radar. Yo, <laughs> sports. I wonder what what I mean in, in a general sense. What is that necessarily? Yeah. So I um, it's kind of like a mindfulness training for people along with like fit well along with some kind of fitness so mm-hmm. whether that be uh, thinking about um you know my being mindful during like runs during your workouts uh, uh, maybe it's thinking about your strategy for how you're going about um implementing you know whatever your goal is it could be there's this a uh, um, company that's up in new york uh, and uh, they're they're somebody that i've you know been able to learn a little bit more about what this all entails but they talk a lot about like the what happens in the body with your chemicals whenever you actually hit something so like think boxing Mm -hmm. um so what if you turned into like uh, being able to use those uh, chemicals that come about whenever you're doing you know workouts like uh, your endorphins um adrenaline uh, or being able to be like calm in really insane situations like at work yeah yeah, um so it's kind of like weaving in a, a you know this the mindfulness aspect of workouts into your everyday life yeah yeah wow so you can talk you can you be able to talk to people who are experienced in working out and also people who are not at all not at all yeah yeah, yeah and that's like yeah. what i'm passionate about is helping people get on their journey to um you know everybody it doesn't have to look the same for everybody mm-hmm. um and just getting on the journey to being a healthier you because you'll feel better yeah 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 absolutely that's crazy do you and now and other than the Olympic weight, Olympic weightlifting mm-hmm. and the CrossFit, are there any other types of exercises or programs that you're interested in getting into? So I just signed up for a marathon, actually. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God! Of course you have. <laughs> have you done anything? You do five Ks. I've done a bunch yes. of five Ks. Okay, yeah, I yeah. go to the run clubs here. Yeah. I go to Little Brothers on Tuesdays, and then I go to Priors on Thursdays. It's so much fun. Come out. Yes. Um, she, I'm even testing. <laughs> yes, Daniel, come out. I, I love. Run- I actually do enjoy running. Believe it or not, people just like look at me. There's like what? It's like I'm I do like-, like running, but it's like I just don't do it consistently. But mm-hmm. yes, yeah, so you're still. Oh my God, you're involved in so many things. Yes, so I I really do go everywhere, yeah. and uh, um, I so anyway with the marathon thing, I just like signed up for it because I saw on Black Friday they had a sale <laughs> going on for a race that was kind of near my house, yeah. and I'd been wanting to do a marathon, been talking about it for a long time, and I was like, you know what, just whatever, let's do it. Yeah. So I signed up for it, and um, it's on March seventh. It's the Northern Trails Marathon. Oh my. So it's gosh. a trail race too. So you're also you're on dirt. <laughs> 
yes. and earth. Yep. Pretty much. Oh my gosh. And that's different from you doing on, on just a road or something. So yeah. You train kind of differently for that. Yeah. A little terrains. bit more for hills and different terrains. Yeah. Make oh my sure gosh. my legs are strong. Make sure I have a, um, lots of agility with my legs. So that way, in case I like step on a root or something, I'm not going to trip and fall. I'll be able to bounce back quickly. Yes. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh I'm excited. So, so question. That's a good, good, good segue. How are you? How are you training for that? I mean, obviously you're not going to run 20, what is it, 26.2 yeah. miles every day. So how does that work? This episode is brought to you by Stay Blovely, a brand out of Greensboro everyone should know about. That's S-T-A-Y-B-L-U-V-L-Y. Each piece of clothing fuses fashion with designs that empower the black community while teaching the basis and meaning of black origins and culture through short videos about each piece on their site. Plus, you can get everything from long and short sleeve tees to hoodies and sweatshirts for under $40. Oh, and shipping is free all day, every day. Visit stayblovely.com. That's S-T-A-Y-B-L-U-V-L-Y.com to shop their collections. So the training that I'm doing, uh, um, I'm 14 weeks out, and I think that they recommend it to be 18 weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely not an expert in running programs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I don't feel confident in my ability to do that. So I found a program that was 14 weeks long, and you just build up. You just build up those mileages in your legs. Um, and it is important to still do some kind of strength training of course it's not your primary goal yes. so yeah. you might not you of course won't go heavy a lot maybe like once or twice a week mm-hmm. and then incorporate yoga once or twice a week too well, so that's kind of what my training is and then my saturday or saturday or sunday you just have like a long run that yeah. builds up and then it comes back down to get you ready um for the race really mm-hmm. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so how many days a week are you doing some sort of exercise or working out um, I'll be running four days a week. Four days a week. And yeah. you're still doing CrossFit. Still I'll lifting. probably dabble into CrossFit um, and Orange Theory. Okay. Um, and okay, I also gotcha. have a membership at O2. Okay. So, and that's probably what I'm going to dabble in a bit too. Right. Um, throughout the other days. And then I also probably will add in yoga. I'm crazy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. And we're going to get to some questions from people who actually going to answer or wonder about all those things. Oh, so uh, cool. Hold on to that thought. Cool. Of you I'm doing so excited. Things. Yes, absolutely. I was wondering if people want to send me things and they did. I love it. Yes. So, my gosh, so you're kind of putting, you're focusing everything on running right now. It's, that's what it sounds like. Yes, that's okay. the season I'm in. I'm focusing on running. Okay. I know I'm going to lose a little bit of strength probably. Hopefully okay. not a lot. I know, okay. you know, at physicality like my body image might look a bit different or my body composition that's fine like yeah. and i think that that's another thing i just want to also like let the audience know is like the season of life that you're in like just remind yourself of that yes. and uh, know it's okay to you know focus on one thing that you want make that your goal and mm-hmm. then you can shift directions yes absolutely i think that's and you should do that just to keep it keep yourself I guess interested in it. You know, yeah. Just do strength stuff all the time. Or, exactly. Like, I don't people all the time who just do, who only do like, just only lift. 
Yeah. So it's like, I mean, if that motivates you, that's awesome. But yeah. I'm just like, there's just other things that seem more fun that would kind of keep me, you know, just well-rounded. Yeah. So, yeah. And but, if, cool. like, uh, you have a specific goal to get to the American Open or something, let's say, or, like, a, oh, yeah. you know, something specific, then yeah. it's like, go ahead, do it. Like, oh, you go. Gosh. Yes. What about those, like, Spartan races and stuff? Do you do those? Oh, I love those. So I've only done one Spartan race before. I did one Tough Mudder, but it was so much fun. Oh, I just yeah. like to do really hard stuff. I don't that's know. Like, it a, sounds like. <laughs> Like, it's like you just love being challenged. Yes, uh, yes. The Spartan race was really tough. It was, um, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, if you like, if you don't love running, but you just like, you kind of like running, you kind of like doing a little bit of those like hit classes, maybe. Um, I definitely think that you should try it because it breaks up the running. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yes, okay. So, we get a little, <laughs> well, little background on you. Obviously, yeah. there's more to you, but I want to, you know, kind of hold on to more later on when we have you back on cool. yes so christine's a beast if you've not gotten that out of this <laughs> attempting to be a beast so crazy um but it goes to some questions okay um so i'm keeping it anonymous for people who ask cool you know whatever um but so here we go that's what we got so for this first one so she says that for someone that is trying to become more consistent in the gym mm-hmm. what should she because she, she this person is i'm trying to not show their name yeah um basically she's saying um how do you build up the determination and the consistency of going to the gym for someone that has bad is bad at it yeah yeah um try to find some way to make it a habit yeah, yeah. that's what i would say is um you know, maybe one, find an accountability buddy if you know that that works for you, even yeah. if it's not someone that goes to the gym with you. Um, and I also find, and I don't know if you notice this at Gold's, but whenever you go at a consistent time, it's kind of the same people. Yeah. And even though you might not talk to each other, you kind of like, you nod and you're like, I see you there. Yeah. Like we're at the yeah. gym at the same time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so find an accountability person, figure out some way to make it part of your routine mm-hmm. and, uh, um, don't give yourself the option to not go. Yeah. So if you give yourself too many choices or you talk it yourself out of it, like just don't let, just get out of your head. Just get there even mm-hmm. if you don't aren't motivated because uh, as soon as you're there, hop on like the treadmill, start walking a bit, start mm-hmm. sweating a bit, get your heart rate up. You'll be glad you're there. Yes. So make it a habit and maybe find an accountability buddy. Yes. The routine thing is hard. That's probably what it's so that's hard. Nathan was going to ask me is like, how do I build a routine and stay on it? Yeah. So maybe yes. set an alarm on your phone too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or maybe like give yourself a reward if you go for 30 days. Yeah. Like have a, okay. a like pin $20 on your refrigerator. <laughs> and uh, if you don't go in 30 days, you have to burn it. Like oh do something like God. extreme where it's you're like, drastic. heck no. Like I'm not going to like let myself do that. Yes. So you could try something like that too. Yeah. Yeah, something to stream. Okay, so people will put $100 on yeah. your fridge, and if you don't go <laughs> consistently for the first I mean, weeks. I know I wouldn't want to lose that, like, 20 to $100. Absolutely not. <laughs> it's all mental people. It's so hard. Um, how? What's the best way for me to, I guess, get my eating habits right? Mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest thing. I got that question, like, a thousand times. So I was just like, okay, cool. I definitely got to ask you this. So for someone who probably eats, I eat terribly. 
you know, and I know you're probably laughing because you're like, I've given you so many plans. <laughs> I've, I've sat with you forever, and I know, and I still have that document on my Google Drive. <laughs> but my willpower is terrible, and so a lot of people, other people's. So, it, so advice from you. So what? Advice from you. Like, what's the best way to kind of swing my eating habits? Mm-hmm. Just to have better eating habits. Um. For most people, I think it's making small changes. Yeah. Drink more water. Yeah. Eat more vegetables. Yeah. Um, maybe walk more during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, eat eat some protein. Yeah. I think that that you just keep it simple. And if maybe it's also like a try cutting out like one thing for thirty days. Mm-hmm. Like I won't eat ice cream for thirty days. Ooh. Or I won't drink soda for thirty days. Easier. Yeah, <laughs> and the the crazy thing is, like at first it'll be really hard, just like running that first mile, like yeah. it always sucks. But the longer that you do it, it's crazy because this, if you have a sweet tooth that you give up sugar, let's say for like thirty mm. days to two months, three yeah, months, so the next time you eat something that's sweet, you're like, this is really you sweet. This is super sugar. Like I don't really want it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So uh, I would say, like, just try to make really small changes. Give, don't be too hard on yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. um, and think about the whole, think about it as a whole goal, mm-hmm. right? Instead of thinking about, like, like Thanksgiving last week, for example. Mm-hmm. That's one day out of 365. Mm-hmm. Let's say that they, like, for one day during the entire year, every week you decided that you wanted to, like, uh, eat a little bit more than you usually do. That's mm-hmm. only 58, 52 days. Yeah. You know, like, a Give yourself a, um, you know, give yourself some compassion and just mm-hmm. try to make small changes that are going to impact your health over time. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? Small steps. Yeah. Cool. Like you say, taking out the, you know, I think you, when we talk, we talk about um, taking out some things and, you know, it's just so hard. Yeah. When you build up habits over the years of like <laughs> having that soda a day or like yeah. that piece of cake or ice cream at the end of the day. So yes, okay, small steps. Do you think that it's like a um, like a trigger too? Do you find like anything? It's like one o'clock. Like let me go get that Coke. Yes, I, and also board eating. And board I, eating. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes and sometimes it's when you just see it. Yeah. You know, you walk by a coworker's desk and you see a Coke, and you see a honey bun, or you see yeah. cookies. You just like. That's what I want. <laughs> you know, that's and now I'm sure a lot of people battle this as well. Yeah. But like it's definitely it's a it's it's a willpower thing. It's so hard. Yeah, no, I totally know? understand. My husband doesn't eat like he eats a lot of that stuff like mm-hmm. at home. Yeah. So I to help me combat it and I don't always yeah. is to have something that's like healthy around so that way like an apple for example mm-hmm. so instead of seeing like that honey bun that you see at like one o'clock at your at your co-worker's desk uh, um grab a, like the apple or mm-hmm. if you notice that like you guys are all i don't know talking in like one area or something like you're in the break room there's a bunch of snacks everywhere everybody's like munching on stuff uh, um you could choose to grab the apple or you could just choose to like you know leave and then like come back yes um yes and hopefully, like, the group that you're around is supportive and will not, like, talk shit, you know, about, like, you eating healthy. Yes. Which I think is another kind of funny thing to me is whenever people make, like, it just, like, funny comments about, like, people eating healthy and you're like, what? <laughs> this is so silly. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. That's why I usually hate when being this kind of, this question for me, like, because I, I read this recently, actually, of, like, if you're on a diet or you're trying to do better, it's just to not say anything 
to anyone. Yeah. Do you think that's probably the best way to do it? Yeah, unless you know the people that you're around and they'll they won't they won't judge you or make you feel like awful. Yeah. You know, or yeah. try to um, push you into doing something else. Like, oh come on, like it's just a piece of cake. Yes. You know, like a um I think if it's a if it's people that you know will not do that, that will support you mm-hmm. and hold you accountable, then great, tell them. Yeah. But I agree, like don't tell a bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying when you eat like a you do have a piece of cake and this is like I thought you were gonna die. Yeah. This is like this is like one. you have no idea. Yes, this is all about balance. Cut somebody out of work. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. Oh Jesus. Okay, next one. I'm gonna wrap up over that because I just freaking hate that. So I'm gonna say I do too. Peeve. Um, cool. So five meals a day or three meals a day. It depends. Okay. It depends on yeah. what your goals are. Five small meals a day is what I mean. Yeah. And some people, you know, everyone's different. So what do you, what's your take? I think it just depends. If your goal is, it, it just depends. I don't mm-hmm. think it's, um, anecdotally, I don't think one works better over the other. Okay. Maybe okay. the three meals a day satisfies you more because you like eating higher volume of food. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you can stick to those three meals a day. You're eating within the caloric uh, um, deficit or surplus that you're trying, or maintenance. Mm-hmm that you're trying to reach your goals for or mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. um, then uh, that's great. If yeah. you like eating five small meals a day because uh, it keeps you um, from eating bad you know, bad foods later, like you're not binging on a bunch of pizza because you didn't eat enough earlier, mm-hmm. um, then maybe eat small, small, five small meals a day. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think it just depends on what, you, what your goals are. It, yeah. it, it, you can eat either one. It makes sense. I guess if you're trying to bulk up and do more strength stuff, you probably want to eat more. Yeah, if you're trying okay. to gain muscle, gain, um, you'll probably gain some mass, some mass overall mm-hmm. with fat and with muscle. So eating in a surplus, like more calories than you're burning, mm-hmm. um, then that's what you need to do. So you would eat more food. Okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I hate doing cardio, <laughs> but what other ways can I build my endurance? I would ask, what do you hate about cardio? <laughs> I think people just, just hate running. I think people always associate cardio with running, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily all running. You can do more things to Yeah, there's do so cardio. many things yeah. to do. So what other things do you think that, you know, as an alternative that this person can do? Yeah, so maybe it's finding a group fitness class that... Mm-hmm is maybe spinning or maybe it's like pure bar pure bar gets your heart rate up pretty high mm-hmm. um maybe it's orange theory maybe it's like burn boot camp yeah. but yeah. um you know maybe that's crossfit or maybe it's just you going to the gym and just doing a couple of different movements for like 20 seconds on um 10 seconds off mm-hmm. like that tabata thing yeah. yeah um that's a great way to build your endurance too just breathing heavy for you know a long period of time Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I need to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. And this kind of came to mind because you mentioned those things, but I think a lot of people think that the longer they're in the gym, the better. Mm-hmm. But I guess if you, what I've learned recently, because I've been going to the gym with my friend Andrea, and um, she taught me some, because she just, uh, she had a, a leg injury and she had a personal trainer to kind of build everything up. Yeah. And she, her personal trainer does like, I think 45 minutes to an hour, but it's like high, like intensity endurance training, I guess you could say, of yeah. like just fast movements, you know, the circuit training. Yeah. Do you think there's better to do that or people who like maybe spend like 30 minutes on a treadmill and 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, do you mm-hmm. think there's a benefit to doing either or? 
I think uh, um, it, that depends too, you know, like it depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Because the people that spend like two, three hours in the gym might be those who are competing with strength training. They yeah. need to have really long rests in between their sets. Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe it's like some other people who just want to go to the gym twice a week and then just want to hit everything. Like, yeah. you know, it's not the best way to do it, but at least you're in there doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I think it just depends and I don't but I don't think you need to be in there for hours on end right. like 30 minutes to an hour that's great mm -hmm. you're in there you're moving around you're sweating a bit you're mm -hmm. building some strength you're building some cardio yeah that's great yes yes okay Either or, just get in the gym. It's part of just get the, in part there. Of the most important part. <laughs> yeah, and you can literally just get in there. And, like, I've done this before where I literally just walked on the treadmill for a little bit. I wasn't feeling like going to the gym, first of all. Mm -hmm. Went into the gym, just, like, walked on the treadmill for a little bit, got to the squat rack, did a couple squats, uh, and then that was it. I'm done. Like, yeah. it, it took me, like, 30 minutes, but mm -hmm. I did not want to go. I was really tired. And yeah. at least I went in there and did something. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah, absolutely. You did something for the day. There we Feels go. good. <laughs> so last one is is part of one that um that everyone had battles but what's your view on diet culture mm. you mentioned paleo earlier and then you mm -hmm. have atkins and then you have only juice diets and then all that so do you think that's necessary to lose weight or get healthier um so from what i understand the overall reason that you lose weight or gain weight is calories in calories out mm -hmm. if you're eating more calories then you're expelling or expand or whatever you're getting you're burning yeah. then you're yeah. going to gain weight yeah. if you eat less then you're going to um lose weight mm -hmm. in theory mm -hmm. um unless you have some other issues that are going on too mm -hmm. so uh, i hate the fear mongering mm -hmm. um some not all diets work for everybody like yeah. there's not one diet that's gonna be the you know saving grace for everybody to reach all their goals yeah. um so i don't love that aspect of our diet culture don't love the juice cleanses mm -hmm. um unless you really feel like uh, like this is gonna get me back on track yeah I'm going to do this. Like I need to do this for myself. And then you go back to eating like normally. Mm -hmm. I could see that being a case, but I still like, it's not a fix. It's not going to fix everything. Exactly. Yeah. It's not long term. No, that's no. My, that's been my problem with diets is that, you know, one's just going to do a juice diet to the day they die. No. You know? Cause then you will die. Exactly. <laughs> Good. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> because in, in that thing, when you sat with me and kind of wrote out a plan, I mean, you, it was it wasn't anything crazy yeah eat more greens you know exercise obviously you know stay away from white foods you know stuff like yeah. that and everything in moderation that's why i've never been a fan of diets yeah that's why i hate you saying like, i'm on a diet because it's I just hate like that word exactly it's but there's no negative. other word for it other than like a, it's just have my eating yes <laughs> lifestyle change i mean i'm living yes. a healthier lifestyle yes. which doesn't necessarily involve me cutting out whatever so okay yeah. you're not necessarily you're against kind of diet culture yeah yes. i would say like uh, if it's it's so overcomplicated, you mm -hmm. know for some people you do need to go maybe on like a keto diet mm -hmm. or um like being vegan like i think that some people do really well for some of those things but mm -hmm. for the mo for the majority of people it's so like overcomplicated. just eat stuff that's unprocessed mostly mm -hmm. most of the time like mm -hmm. less than you know 10 ingredients let's say um for most of the time, not all the time, mm -hmm. eat some vegetables, drink water, yeah. and get some sunshine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keep it fun, too. Keep yeah. it fun, yeah. That's Do it. fun yeah. things. That's actually, that's actually, it's it's so simple. 
you know, I hate that it's so simple because it's so simple. Then they make, they make it so hard. So, yeah. Well, I yes. think it's like it's not quick. Yeah. Like anything that's going to be yeah. quick, that's going to make you lose weight in like 30 days. Um, I would question why yeah. and uh, how long that's going to last for. Right. Because there's some crazy statistic where it's like most people can lose weight the first time. Like most people. Like mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Like 60% maybe. Mm-hmm. Um but then like something crazy like 90% gain it back yeah. and I don't know if those numbers are correct but they're you know probably somewhere around there yeah 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 so it's just a it you know over a long period of time if you just make it good decisions most of the time then that's gonna then you're gonna live a happy life absolutely and don't feel guilty about don't feel guilty my goodness just drop it yes it's not the end of the world it's fine eat that apple pie <laughs> don't feel guilty about it <laughs> i know my yes. mom's apple pie is so good oh you didn't bring me any apple pie oh shoot i had some left and over you definitely asked me if i should bring food Oh my goodness. I was surprised you said no. I was, you know, I was just, no, I want you to You thought like I was going to bring over some spinach or something. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Or like a celery stick. You know, nah, I'm like, <laughs> my goodness. But did you have a good Thanksgiving, by the way? I did. It was yes. great. Awesome. Yeah. Did your sister come to town? She didn't live here, right? No, she lives in Charlotte. Yeah, that's what I thought. She came yeah. to town and everything? Yeah, she came to town. We had a great time. We cooked. Um, yes. It was really fun. I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it. So, last one. And we can go to Resort City in a little bit, and then we're good. Cool. Um, so, what should I should I be weighing in every week? I guess your or, or your overall view on scales. Mm. Um, I think that they're a great tool. Yeah. And there's so much more to the picture. Mm-hmm. So, uh, scales are great. One of the great tools to be able to track your progress. Mm-hmm towards whatever you're trying to reach uh, and uh, i'd also suggest like taking pictures mm-hmm. and maybe like underwear you don't have to show them to anybody but or bathing suit just so that way you can see like changes in your body composition mm-hmm. um because that's where a lot of change happens too and you might weigh the same but you might look totally different absolutely um yeah, yeah. the other thing i would say is a. Uh, there's a um, like non-scale victories, like I think is a you yes. know like a hashtag or like something. That. Yeah. Um, but it could be maybe you ended up drinking like a you know a lot of water all day. You didn't drink any soda like you normally do. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe your victory is that I all like week that. you tracked your food. Yeah. Um, yeah. You were ate eat eight vegetables at every meal. Mm-hmm. You decided not to eat ice cream. <laughs> Because uh, you knew that, like, you'd eat yeah. ice cream, like, the night before or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, small so there's victories. lots of small victories. Yeah, so you, do you think it's good to maybe write some of these things down? Like, Yes, I love writing it down. Yeah, have a calendar or something. Like, you know what? This week, this day, vegetables every meal. Work out this day, at least. Yes. something for 30 minutes. Just to visually see it. Yes. Yeah. It puts things into perspective. On mm-hmm. one of the episodes of Sweat City, um, Brian and I both mentioned that if we don't work out for like three days, we were like, uh, like, uh, don't feel like myself. Yeah. And for me, I can, I can like go into this mind space of man, like can't believe it didn't work out for three days. Like I'm not fit. And it's just oh, like, yeah. what? why would I think that? Like yeah. it just didn't yeah. go work out for three days. That's insane. Three days out of a whole year. Out of your exactly. whole life. Three days. Yeah. Give you some, it gives you perspective. Yeah. 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 I love writing stuff down. Oh, you see yes. progress. Oh my gosh, I've been a fan of that. My mom told me to do that forever ago. Do you keep a journal? I don't. Do, I don't have a journal. Okay. I had a food journal for a second when I was with you, and then of course, willpower. Just didn't happen. <laughs> I have a planner though. That my plan, I write things down. Cool. Obviously, my photo stuff and all that, but I do have goals I write now. So I, it's not a journal, but I have a planner where I write things down. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I have to. I have to see it. 
Yeah, I yeah. think writing down your goals is a big one too. Yes. Um, and then like detaching from them. Like that's what, what Lou Lemon does. He's like goal setting workshops and part of it is goal, setting a goal and then detaching from the outcome. I like that. Yeah. See, that's awesome. Oh. Yeah. See, we're going to have to have you back on this show. We could talk about a lot. You know? <laughs> but one more quick thing because you just mentioned it and it's, yes. this is from me. Um, so rest days. Mm-hmm. Do you, because I have some people who are like, I don't take rest days. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fine, but do you think rest days are something that needs to be had during the week? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. If you're, I, I will say, if you're just like an average person just trying to like move more, mm-hmm. um, I think rest days are important for everybody. And, uh, you know, you can still go on like a walk yeah. or something. Like your rest day doesn't necessarily mean that you're like sitting on the couch literally all day. Yeah. Um, unless that's what you physically need like i think about olympic weightlifting athletes who are like pushing it and like crushing themselves in the gym for like four days a week um and those rest days are so crucial because uh, it helps you build that muscle and recover Mm -hmm. so they are really really important and if you're just somebody who is trying to just move more just be healthier overall Mm -hmm. um consider for your rest days maybe just being active through like walking Mm -hmm. with your dog or something or whatever i like that yeah that and maybe yoga yes and yoga i love yoga every day you can do that every day. Yeah. 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 I and, love it. And I've heard that you can do cardio every day if you really wanted to. Like walking, jogging. Yes. That's, you don't have to necessarily have to take a break. I mean, obviously, take a break if you need a break. Yeah. But you can run every day if you really wanted to. Yeah. yeah. Um, as long as you're feeling good. If yeah. you start to feel like your like, body is breaking down or that your knees hurt or whatever, oh, maybe yeah, like yeah. take a break. But yeah, yeah. Um, you could definitely like walk or run. Yes. Yeah. So you think, do you recommend doing at least at least something 30 minutes a day at least? I do, yeah. yeah I least, think at least yeah. like ten thousand steps a day is yes. what you know. I've seen, I you know a lot of success with them, what a lot of people recommend. So, because yeah. you know, yeah. I think what kills people when they're going on endeavors of working out and all that is that when they take rest days, they do nothing. Yeah. Which can kind of obviously kind of put you off in the very beginning of getting off the routine or whatever. So yeah. I think that's what I try to do at least something. Every day to kind of keep my mind there, you know. It's like, yeah. Okay, I'm doing something. But I'm saying, moving around. Yeah. That's what absolutely. we're meant to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, thank you. Yeah. For the questions, you know. Um, shout out to Christine on that. Um, so, Sweat City. Let's talk about Sweat City. Just getting started with that. Which yeah. is so sick. I remember you telling me about that at the Green Bean. <laughs> so awesome. So happy. I was happy to see it. Um, I remember I texted you like the other day. I was like, yo. What happened to the podcast? You were like, yo, it's been up. I was like, where have you <laughs> been? I was like, dang. Let me catch up. So, my episode two and the alcohol episode. It's so awesome. So, but tell us about Sweat City, your goals with it, how you met Brian, maybe. Yeah. Just kind of about that. So, Sweat Sweaty was a, a brainchild that I had a year ago. Mm-hmm. And that's whenever I texted you and I was yes. like, yo, I need to like pick your brain because yes. you are a pro. Yes. And, uh, Greensboro like celebrity oh my gosh so uh, um, even more honored like that I'm here so um <laughs> I, I like been thinking about this because I so working for Lululemon like I get this amazing like uh, opportunity and privilege to have a part of my health benefits be that they give me like a certain amount of money per month to mm-hmm. work out at group fitness classes mm-hmm. and so that's how I'm able to go like one of the big reasons I'm able to go to so many different places mm-hmm. um, and experience that and I just love it like I love our fitness community here I love community I love building connection um, and as I mentioned with coaching like I just love helping people along their journey with that mm-hmm. and so I uh, 
met Brian as my co-host. Uh, um, and so that was, I guess, my vision with the Sweat City is to kind of create that atmosphere. And so Brian, my co-host, uh, he um, was friends with my husband first. And then we got reconnected whenever he moved back here from Germany where he was studying. And uh, we'd been going to Pryor's Run Club together. I'd been talking to a couple people about my idea. I was starting to put it out in the universe uh, um, because, uh, again, that like makes me accountable. Yes to execute and so um a friend of ours mentioned like hey why don't you guys like co-host it together i think that you have a really great dynamic Mm -hmm. uh, and planted that seed in my head and so um we uh, did like a dry run filmed our first episode just kind of introducing ourselves uh, and some of the ideas that we had and uh, we're still working through a lot of kinks but we have a really good dynamic i love it and uh, I think that for me, I bring this like generalist, uh, really passionate person who like uh, wants to build up our fitness community and mm-hmm. uh, um, bring it to everyone. And yes. then Brian is so smart and uh, he communicates so well. He like just knows a lot about a lot of different things that related to fitness and health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And so I think the two of us together just like have a really cool like blend. I love it. So uh, where we imagine this going. One, I want to continue to interview people within the fitness, health, and wellness community and like yes. make them celebrities because we have so many cool people here. Oh my gosh, so many. So, many, so, so many. I want to make them celebrities and I want to like people to know what's out there for them and be able to ask them questions too so that way they can figure out where they're at in their fitness journey. Maybe it's uh, going to one of those places and that's where they fit in. That's what's going to like lead them to a healthier life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also interested in hearing their stories too. Like, yes. how did you get started? What yeah. did, you know, similar to what you're doing with me. Like, I just, yeah. I love hearing people's stories. It's so good. Yeah. It makes, oh no, everyone's so special. So I definitely understand yeah. what you mean by that. I love it. <laughs> That's so cool. And episode five, up to a five right now. Yeah. And, but you were taking a small little break for mm-hmm. the end of the year. It's holiday season. You both have crazy schedules. So, yeah. um, but five hour right now. Yep. Spotify and iTunes. I yep. heard that you go on Spotify. Yes. This episode I'm on right now. We're just so sick. And I just love it. I just can't listen to more of them. Like, obviously, I'm not the best at getting out there and doing it every day like I should be. But, like, it's hearing this. Th- hearing this has helped me. Uh, so, it's like, you know, just it's very it's very genuine. Y'all have a very genuine dynamic and very helpful. I can, I can tell you know what you're talking about. It's easy to follow. You know, because obviously money doesn't work out often. I was kind of scared. I was like, okay, I'm going to listen to these episodes and not know anything that they're talking mm-hmm. about. But it's it's phenomenal. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That means so much. Yes, Thank you. absolutely. It's right here in Greensboro, which is also equally awesome. Very overlooked city, in my opinion. I think so, too. Greensboro yes. is growing so much, and I'm from Greensboro. So mm-hmm. I remember what it used to be. Like, uh, yeah. it wasn't, you know, bad, but there was just nothing to do here. Mm-hmm. And um you know i've been my eyes have been open to all that we have we're developing so much uh, and it's just awesome yeah yeah absolutely yes so outside of working out and doing this obviously you you devote a lot of your time to it but what are some things that you like doing outside of you know the fitness oh man that's a hard question for me because a lot of my hobbies include like fitness. <laughs> <laughs> like movies, TV shows, or I do. Books? I mean, I do like to watch like Netflix and like read books. Um, I love Audible. I mean, but I don't. I think yeah. that's something that I just do because I have a thirty-minute commute into work, and so oh, it's yeah. it's great because I can listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I recently, well, sort of recently, last year, I took up a hand embroidery. Sick. No I think way. it was with Kaylee. Really? Do you know who I'm talking about? Kaylee, Kaylee, Kaylee. What's her last name? 
I can't remember. She was at the hand-to-hand -hand market this year, but she I went to a hand embroidery workshop with her. That sounds And it epic. was really fun. She look at you. It was really fun. I'm going crazy <laughs> with it. She's gonna hand embroider like dumbbells and stuff. <laughs> For sale by Christine, <laughs> fitness, everything. For your fitness person in your life. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I've always wondered what people do like outside of like you know their passions. Yeah. You know? So this is that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for coming though. That is so good. That's so helpful. And yeah, I was, this is very general. I'm gonna have you back for more in-depth conversations, you know, food and maybe establishing better habits or specific exercises or just doing health segments, you know? I'd love it. Yes, I would love that so much. Um and yeah, so where can we find Sweat City? It's on all platforms. Yes, it's on all platforms. Yes. Um, and uh, coming in 2020, you can expect uh, an Instagram page, uh, probably a Facebook group that's public mm -hmm. because right mm -hmm. now we have a private Facebook group where people can ask questions yes. that we can address in the episode. Oh, but it's and private, so it's kind of... It's private, but we might open it up to okay. the public. Uh, we wanted it to be very local. Okay. So yes. 2020 and then... Mm -hmm. uh, um, I also have a vision of doing a sweat festival Ooh. where uh, it would be held somewhere where we could have different people from our fitness community having like pop-up workouts, uh, um, maybe seminars, uh, and uh, just like a fun day for us all to hang out together. I like that so yeah. much. And then I also imagine us doing videos where we go and work out with the people that we're interviewing yeah. and uh, do their workout, and then we talk about it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see Christine's face right now, because she's you seem so stoked. <laughs> I'm really excited. <laughs> Which makes me think it's going to be like an amazing thing. 2020, <laughs> only a couple more weeks. 2020, man, a whole new decade. I can't believe it. I know so wild but that's cool yes thank you for coming yeah it's been so good and yeah so sweat city is coming 2020 catch christian on the street you're at different gyms all the time yeah i'm kind of all over the place the best place to find me i mean is at work i'm about to say <laughs> at lulu yeah <laughs> at friendly center oh my gosh we're at whole foods that's like our second oh, office so gosh. i'm probably there or at whole foods oh my gosh we're at a gym somewhere so absolutely and come out and cheer me on, on say, for my marathon march 7th march 7th and we'll talk about we're gonna talk about that before that okay uh, just to see how your training went and kind of your thoughts going into it Cool. Yeah, I know you're probably going to be training like crazy. Mm. And I want to hear about it. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes. <laughs> so Christine will be back. And she's amazing. And thank you for coming. And this is the Daniel White Show. Goodbye. <laughs>